0: Welcome to Love, Learn, Laugh, a podcast from the Brent Specialist Academy Trust. I'm Dean Newby, Head of Communications, and each episode, I'll be welcoming expert guests from the world of education as we unpack and discuss a different theme and uncover what our guests have recently loved, learned or laughed about. So with that in mind, and with today's theme, Um, What do BSAT schools do to foster connection, compassion and community with our stakeholders?
1: Well, unlike most um, primary schools with a local community, BSAT are um, a trust with um, special schools and many of our children come across the wider local authority of Brent or perhaps even further afield from other local authorities that means that this means that we can't really take our community for granted and we have to really invest in building um, quality relationships with our families using a range of different activities. Um, We don't see all of our families every day, um, for example, when they do the school pick up or drop off, as many of our children come to school on community transport. And this does this does present a barrier to our communication with a family that we have to try and work around. But what we know from our families is that having a child with a special educational need can already feel quite isolating. It's not always easy or possible to access what the local area has to offer children. So we know that what we offer makes a very big difference. Um, Recently, um, a family said that... um, when their child joined reception it felt as though their whole family had found a place Um, and you know that was that was wonderful to hear and I think it kind of sums up uh, what we believe and you know what we believe is that when a family accept a place for their child at school we enter into a partnership um, to provide the best outcomes we can for that child and that family so working with compassion and with an aim to um connect with every family is is essential in in the way that we we operate
2: um uh yeah i I was going to say in terms of connecting as well we're we're also sort of looking to the community um to connect with them and and get them to help us provide our children with Enhanced learning opportunities. So, for example, we have a program called Smile Therapy, which um, supports children to learn functional skills um, out in the environment. And we work with local businesses, um, taking our children where they can learn how they can um, exchange money in in a cafe or buy an item in the shops. Um, and we can work with those those small businesses to support our children but also to support them to to, to bring awareness to the difficulties some of our families have and and the work that we're doing um we also you know try to give our children opportunity to to share what they have um with the local community as well by getting involved in community initiatives and and charities um we 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 have taken part in the harvest festival we have um, a big celebration for Black History Month. Uh, we have had uh, Macmillan coffee mornings. Our children have been involved in the Brent's Breathe Clean project. Um, and we ha- have lots of celebrations for uh, sp- special days such as World Down Syndrome Day and Autism Day. Um, and a lovely parade for International Women's Day this this year. Yeah, we've also had the opportunity because we've got a lot of um, staff who are very experienced within the trust to share our knowledge um, with, with other professionals. Um, so we have have been invited to speak at conferences. Um, and we've also uh, last year held our first BSAC conference um, in the summer, which was mainly attended by families. Um, but it wasn't just BSAT families, so we were trying to, to open that up so that we could support other families in the local area who were having similar similar problems, um, maybe some families whose children are attending mainstream schools and they don't have the same level of specialist support that we can offer our children in our school.
1: I think one of the things that appears to work really well at um, our BSAT schools is the work that happens with families in the very early stages of a child joining the school or whichever of um, the set schools that they they gain a place at and that early work involves really getting to know a family and mm. one of the things that happens uh, once a child has joined the school is that our um, parent um, our parent group will make a connection with that family quickly to try and make sure that the family have um, understanding of their child's needs um, um, are able to access um, particular grants to make sure that they're able to access community transport to make sure that they're able to apply for free school meals where it's appropriate and I think that straight away kicks off the relationship with school in a positive way as well as all the support that the early years class teachers and teams provide for the individual children in their class groups and what we see is is a parents coming from the early years with greater understanding of what the school can offer and what they can what they can also seek support with because that's the the nature of our relationship is not just what we're prescribing for them we need families to be able to tell us and be open with us about the difficulties they're having so they so they can have the right kind of support at the right time and you know as well as the training that we offer um, our families that's led by the the therapy team um we also we also have that regular liaison through homeschool link books for families to really be able to tell us what's happening in their child's life and what what their next steps need to be um, Yeah, and i think that
2: sometimes it's it's also just nice for parents to feel that they've got a spa- a safe space to visit mm. um where they can sit with other families um, and and they can just spend some time mm. um, in in a sort of a social way, making new friends and, and meeting people who may have had similar challenges to mm. them. Um, so although we do also set up very specific sessions where there is a, a, a key training kind of target, um, we also have more relaxed sessions such as knit and natters and coffee mornings where parents can just be together and talk um, and share
0: so from that is there we've talked quite a lot about um the things that bsat does uh, both with our kind of pupils directly but also within the community um is there well i'm sure there is is there anything more that can be done what more could we do um and are there any uh, other services that our listeners could maybe tap into whether they're Bsat services or local community services.
2: I think I'll um, we'll go
1: out. No, I was going to say. I think what we're we're always trying to do is 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 more. Yeah, it's it's really important for us to foster connection between our families so that they yeah. become more empowered and more able to provide mutual support for each other. It's quite likely that parents. Um, with children with primary age children are going to remain in each other's lives as their children move to to secondary schools, college, and access community provisions into their adulthood and If we support our families to know and understand each other's needs, they can better understand their own as a as a result of that and what we want is for our families to become resilient and empowered to work together to find their own solutions so that they're in you know a a network of people sharing ideas and information and they're not so dependent on any one school or setting to to give them the answers they 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 need to be able to find answers themselves because their children will move from place to place That those settings will be different. The amount of support they'll receive from those settings will be different. And we really we're taking our families on a journey. And when they start on that journey with us, they've got a really good understanding of of their child and what they need now. But in some cases, our families don't have a very full understanding of their children's diagnosis and what interventions can be put in place to enable them to make better progress. And, and this is very often our starting point with families. And, and I think that idea of bringing people together and growing their self-confidence as a group is, is absolutely critical. And I, and I think we, we do a lot of that well. But they, there's more. They need to be they need to 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 feel more more empowered all the time. And you know, that's that is what we're working on. Mm.
2: Yeah, we we started this year, um sadly, it it, it has been cut short. But it'll be up and running again, I'm sure very soon. We'd started to um organise some opportunities for families um to access different, I guess, entertainment opportunities in the local area. So we, we started with um, the Lexi Cinema, um, which is a, a small uh, community-run cinema in um, Kensal Rise. Um, and we, we organised a screening that was just for our families on a Saturday morning. Um, and it was very kindly supported by the Jason Roberts Foundation. But this set up an opportunity for our families to bring their children and not just the children that are in our school, their siblings as well, who often, you know, are are really impacted um, by having a, a child in the family with, with Um mm. And they were able to come and experience the cinema um, with other families that they may know or, or without worrying um, about what happens if if this goes wrong or if this goes wrong knowing that they would be fully supported and sort of these these sort of small steps will help families build that confidence to say well actually we did we did go to the cinema and, and this worked out okay we can we can do this ourselves we can go out there and, and we can explore all of the opportunities that are are available to us mm-hmm. and, and and try to combat you know that, that isolation that can happen where we're worrying about the child's needs or, or their behavior kind of ends up meaning that the family become more and more isolated and, and miss out on more and more opportunities
1: and I think events like that are showing that they've had impact because even at the moment as we record this we're we're in a um a covid um we're in a time of covid and we are our school is partial our schools are partially closed um We've been calling our families every week and, and it's been amazing to hear that some of our families have been in communication with each other. they've mm. been sharing their experiences of how their children have been managing and It's been great to hear of families being able to present as more resilient to cope with you know the very specific um difficulties that you know they're facing at the moment. But it's been great to hear about that communication, whether it's been parents talking via WhatsApp or whether it's been children yeah. making um, video calls to each other. Those are the seeds of, of, a, of something that could be really beneficial for our young people into the future. Um, so it's you know, that we are we are seeing some impact of those relationships
2: yeah, and I think if if anything, the um, the COVID nineteen pandemic has highlighted the importance of community mm. and and having a support network. Mm.
1: Um,
2: and I and I think that the more we do to support that, the better.
0: Absolutely, yeah, I agree entirely. Um, just touching on uh, when we were discussing uh, the kind of the work we do with community, I know that we have done. Uh, some work with local secondary schools so we've had secondary schools at sporting events and secondary schools helping out with christmas events and those sorts of things do you think forming those working partnerships helps um foster connection compassion and community between pupils do you think there's kind of a widening or a deepening of understanding of pupils with send and, and that sort of thing through those sorts of activities
1: I think it's something we're we're always, you know, seeking to develop. We we need our wider community to know more about our schools and our wonderful children who attend our schools. And we need to grow the compassion in our community and the best interests of our pupils becoming valuable members of that community and being able to access as much in the community as possible and to have young people from, um, mainstream secondary schools coming in to do work with with our BSAT schools is is really important for that because by being around our children, by gaining a deeper understanding of us all as unique people, they are learning how to show empathy, they are learning to advocate for people who may find some everyday things more challenging. And they're learning to notice other people in, in our community. So I think, I think those experiences are really valuable. And, and, and the secondary schools that we've worked with have, have given us feedback that their students have really enjoyed the time that they've spent in our schools.
0: Um, so now, just kind of on to closing thoughts, um, if this is a potentially difficult one, But if there was one piece of advice you could give to families uh, or schools about connection, compassion and or community, um, what would it be?
1: I think it's (laughs) I think what schools need to be able to see themselves as, as 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 as. integral to a community and and even more so for special schools where the community isn't so obvious because people come from a much wider geographical area but to find ways for your community to be able to share their experiences and not to be alone Mm -hmm. sometimes we are alone and we may live by ourselves we may struggle we may it may not have the support that you know we may believe that we need but we can we can access that if we can be open about the situation that we're in and I think that's what we're always trying to do is is building our parent groups so that they are free and able to say when they need help and celebrate when things are good that I think that's Mm. that's the other hand side of it is it it's not just about having somewhere to go when you don't feel great. It's having somewhere to go when you do feel great as well. And you want to celebrate and you want to feel proud. And, 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 and that's, that's absolutely what we want in our school. We want people to share the great days with us. And we want people to share the awful days with us because we all have them. And the more we can support each other, the better
0: and i suppose that goes back to what you were saying earlier louise about empowerment and um building that kind of resilience and empowerment because it isn't just about the bad days or the days where you're not feeling great it's about all days
1: yeah it is, absolutely it, it is it is all days and you know we we want to hear from families when things things are things are good and i think by organizing a lot going on in the school for families we we get that balance um of of feedback and you know and and it helps us to plan support if we know when things are good we can plan more effective support for the days that aren't and um and i'm sure that you know within emily's team you know that's even more important when you're working with children and families around behavioral challenges
2: um yeah yeah i mean i think it's really really important that families understand that that we are here um and that they can ask us for help that we've we've got a lot of um, resources here to support within the trust within bsat a lot of specialists um, but we also can we can also signpost families um outside of our trust to to other ways that they can receive support um, but i'd also ask that if families do have um, a story or, or something that has worked really well that, that that they share it with us because some of the most powerful um, messages um, that we have managed, I think, to pass on to our parents have come from other parents.
1: Mm.
2: Um, when we've had our conferences and parents have stood up and talked about their experiences or at, at a coffee morning where a parent has offered advice to another parent. You know, somebody that's lived that um, and able to communicate it in in a way that you know really kind of gets gets to the to the the point of that experience and, and how it felt and and that really helps other parents
0: and I suppose um, there's probably a an automatic connection isn't there because it's parent to parent mm-hmm. so it's immediately yeah. it's that thing of them knowing that and the I other person has been in their
2: shoes, yeah, and I think it helps the staff as well um you know we 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 may and have lots may not have have lived that experience um and I think hearing those experiences from parents help us um, learn the best ways to support um going forward so it's it's definitely it's definitely been really important for me to have those experiences where i've just been able to sit and listen um, to other to to parents
1: explaining um their experiences i think that's really important emily because we we are very fortunate we have a a, a budget and we can provide lots of professional development yeah. and lots of um lots of learning for our staff to enable them to learn new skills but what we need even more than that is 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 a staff group who have the ability to learn from everyday and everyday Mm. situations and learn from our families because our families have a wealth of information to share that will help us to plan for their child and and it and it doesn't matter about the amount of training that you may have had if you're not able to listen to what a parent is telling you and find ways of 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 dealing or helping that parent to navigate the difficulties they're facing it makes no difference in in the in the world Um, so you know what we what we speak to our staff about all the time is the importance of those um, communications and those interactions.
0: In today's episode we'll be discussing the great get-together and its theme of connection, compassion and community. To help me in this discussion I'll be joined by Louise Kimber, Director of Partnerships and Safeguarding and Emily Williams, Head of Inclusion and Family Liaison. Welcome.
1: Hi Dean. Hello, thank you.
0: So, to get us started, uh, if you could both just briefly describe your roles, perhaps in the context of the theme.
1: Okay. Yeah. As the Director of Partnerships and Safeguarding for um, Brent Specialist Academy Trust, my role is to ensure that our schools fulfil their roles to ensure that children are well safeguarded. That's both within school and in their wider lives. We work closely with um, our families, um, also with our trustees and um, other agencies such as as social care to make sure that all the requirements of the national guidance to schools, um, which is keeping children safe in education, to make sure those guidelines are fulfilled and um, that we provide as much opportunity as possible for our pupils to grow into physically and emotionally healthy and robust young people.
2: And uh, my role um, within, the, within the trust is uh, to support children and their families with any difficulties they may be having with their behaviour or learning. Um, often a child's behaviour may impact the family's confidence to spend time outside of the family home. Um, so this might be something that we help with through training opportunities in school or home visits where we work directly with the family and their child. Um, Similarly to Louise, my team work closely with the wider support networks, such as social care, health and community services, um, to ensure consistency in the support children are receiving. Um, And we just work really hard to ensure that families and BSAT school staff have the skills and confidence to enjoy the opportunities available for children in the wider community.
0: Our final segment is called Your Love, Learn, Laugh, in which each guest will discuss something that, has, that they have loved, learnt or laughed about recently. Emily.
2: Okay. Um, well, I think sort of pulling from that, that train of thought about learning from our families, I think it's also good to know that you can learn from your pupils as well. And um, I've been working uh, at school supporting some of the children in our care provision at the moment and it's been nice to have the opportunity to to sit and and find out about what the children have been doing um at home uh one one such pupil had had uh spent quite a lot of time watching animal documentaries and um was very keen to share what he'd learned with me um, so I'm now fully versed in, in how animals are able to protect themselves from uh, from attacks from lions um, in the wild. Um, and I think he was really proud of himself when I, I made it really clear to him how much he taught me in just that short
1: conversation.
0: Brilliant. And Louise?
1: And, and I think for me, obviously, at the moment, we're in a very unusual time of COVID and we have as a school community been very disconnected from each other and um it's it's just it's just been so amazing to see so many staff going above and beyond and rallying to respond to the changing demands um as got new guidance is released um i just think you know it, it it's it's been incredible and I think, um, I think people should be very proud of themselves. And on the back of that, it's also been wonderful to start seeing people again and to feel a little bit more of a connected mm. community because you don't realise how much you enjoy the company and being around your colleagues is when you can't. And definitely, um, definitely. I think it's, it's taught me not to take things for granted. Um, so that's what I'd like to move forward with.
0: I think that's something we can all relate to as well.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, well, that ends this episode. Um, I'd like to thank Louise and Emily for their time. Uh, That's it. Thank you, Dean.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Love, Learn, Laugh is a podcast from the brent specialist academy trust and is recorded and edited using the anchor podcasting app for more information about the brent specialist academy trust visit our website bsat.london or find us on social media via bsat london that's b-s-a-t-l-d-n